gotta warm up. You know, like, I need, I need, I need to be warm. It's twelve thirty. You've been out of bed for three and a half hours. You should be warmed up. You should come to the podcast warmed up. <laughs> What'd you have for breakfast? <laughs> I didn't eat breakfast, and I haven't eaten lunch. Oh my god! Actually, Dangerous. I had a nice tall glass of ice water. Nice. Put some ice in a glass and then put some tap mm-hmm. water on it and then just let it like get cold and then I drink yeah. it. It was pretty good. Wow. It's like 90, 90% humidity. So <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty gross outside. Yeah. It is. I love having my air conditioner off so that I can podcast without a dull drone in the background. <laughs> my favorite thing to do right now here in this moment. <laughs> yeah, just sitting here, I'm sweaty. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's great. What time do you go to bed? Let's let's get into it. This is the sleepy time episode. Last night, uh, putting people I to was, sleep in general. Let's you know. <laughs> let's just. Yeah, I mean it. It can go from in bed anywhere between ten thirty and midnight. You know, mm. and then asleep anywhere between eleven thirty and one, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Set. <laughs> yeah, those are yeah. I think those are fine bedtimes. I guess. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just start it up. I'll start it up. Hey, and uh, and, and welcome to, to Heads Up with Jeff and Sean. I'm Jeff. I'm Sean. Wow. <laughs> On this podcast, we do three things. The, the third thing, we'll figure it out. The second thing is usually about movies, and the, and the first thing is about animals. Well, now it's time to get online through our internet service provider. It'll be cool. Here we go. John, have you ever heard of a mole snake? Nope. I'll look it up right now, though, so I can have things to say about it. Okay, I mean, you didn't have to be quiet while I did that. I I thought you'd fill it in with, like, well, the mole snake is, but then you didn't. And that's... Yeah, Some good dead air. Looks like they well, live in southern Africa. Mm-hmm. It's the entirety of their range. I see that from a little map on Wikipedia. Six feet, six and a half feet long. Hmm. Ugh, gross. Yeah. It has a firm tubular body. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's a snake, right? So yeah. do, are there snakes that don't? That have firm tubular bodies? I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. Well, maybe we'll find one, but... <laughs> It's not venomous. Lives off of golden moles. Is that, right? oh, is that why it's called the mole snake? <laughs> and Genius. other small mammals. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Okay, all right. So the first time someone saw it, it was eating a mole, and they were like, "Oh, yeah. that's, that's what it eats. It only eats moles. It's a mole snake." Done. <laughs> Grant money, please. Yeah. If they had uh, saw it e- eating an egg, they would have called it an egg snake. Yeah. I graciously accept tenure now. Please give me all the grants. I'll spend them all watching it have sex. <laughs> and that will be the most research done on it. You know, I really should read these articles beforehand and figure out some of these words. No, I think in the moment is good. <laughs> it's like going to the Olympics and trying to pole vault, having never done that before. But you've seen people do it, so you get it. You get it. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, I get it. I've been speaking English for a pretty long time, so. Yeah, yeah. I probably got this. Um, <laughs> it says they are um, <laughs> viviparous? Under uh, reproduction? Vi- vi- viviparous, I believe. Viviparous, yeah. I might be wrong. <laughs> Here, I'll just have the internet tell me. Viviparous. Dang. Is, is what a, a pretty effeminate sounding male voice just told me by clicking wow. this little button. And that's, you know. Yeah. That's not necessary for the listeners to know, but I thought it would add a little color. Um, oh, bringing forth live young that have developed inside the body of the parent. Oh, yep. Okay. That's, that's, that's what viviparous means. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. I know, I'm lear- I learned so much over the, over here. Have we covered a snake yet that doesn't give birth to live young? Uh, who knows? I don't know. I don't <laughs> listen to the episodes. We've been over that, too. So it's impossible for me to know, because I don't remember either. <laughs> 25 uh, and 50 young with as many as 95 possible. That's disgusting. It is. And I guess they just squirm around or whatever, and then they leave. This yeah. is the sh- this is for for the record. This is the shortest Wikipedia entry on reproduction I've ever seen for an animal. Period. <laughs> it's two sentences long. Yeah, it must not be very interesting, you know. Um, <laughs> but can you imagine? All right, so there's at least two snakes in the area. You know, they get it on, and then the female snake will just shoot out as many as ninety five snakes. I mean, probably not right away, but yeah. <laughs> Can you? I, I can't imagine more than five snakes being anywhere in in an area near me. But there's there's a chance that there are there are like a hundred snakes near me at any given time. Because how far can those snakes go in their life? Um, I don't. I mean, snakes are what? They're like a big spine with ribs covered in muscles. They yeah. Just like slither along the ground. Yeah. It's gonna take a while to get anywhere feasibly, you know, far enough away. It's not, I don't picture snakes as being like herd animals or like in groups. I, fi- I, I always picture them as solo creatures. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you don't really think of like snake swarms unless it's like a yeah. Indiana Jones movie. Right. Right. And those, I always think like the snakes that come out in the, in the, in the tombs or things like that were, were put there. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think of it like a naturally occurring thing of like 10,000 snakes just filling up a room, you know what I mean, on their own. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point. N- none of them seem like they were working together in any of the Indiana Jones movies, you know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't see any banners <laughs> up like, they, you know, <laughs> this was their faction. Yeah, right. I agree. Yeah, they weren't looking, you know, they weren't looking for anything in particular. They didn't seem to all be the same snake type, so when you get like 95 of them in your everyday life. I mean, they get us spread out. So I would imagine the first year of life is they all pick a direction and just go. Yeah. They sort of radiate from their point <laughs> yeah. of birth. Yeah. Probably. I, you know, maybe, maybe so not. You can't, so you can't hear others slithering around in grass and you're like, all right, this is probably good. Well, I mean, I, you know, so let's see. The mother's like six and a half feet long. So mm-hmm. the, they're pretty big and the babies are like eight inches long. Mm-hmm. 
So they've they've got predators, which is why they're giving. You know, they don't like have houses yeah. like people do. So they gotta like watch. You know, keep their head on a swivel. <laughs> they're not venomous. Yeah, they're so. not venomous. Yeah, yeah. Like the most it says is that it can be quote quite ferocious and cause severe bite wounds. <laughs> that can be said about almost anything, though. That's like pretty much any animal. Yeah, <laughs> with like a mouth and teeth. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Even some that don't, uh, but... This one in particular, very ferocious. Apparently. Yeah. Or maybe not, who knows. <laughs> they must have a lot of predators, because with that many snakes per birth, not making it out of southern, southern Africa, it's going right. to be... The survival rate's going to be small. Maybe just like that northern line where they stop, there's just like a row of animals that are, oh, it's almost snake mating season, we're going to fucking gorge ourselves. Oh, yeah. Every fucking snake that crawls over this line. Yeah, because it, it doesn't look like it, it. It's not like a. At least it doesn't look like an official government thing because it looks like it goes over a few different countries and stops like halfway between one. You know what I mean? It's not like one country is keeping out the snakes down there. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I didn't think it was people like stomping the snakes. Like. Oh, I know. I was just saying, like, it, it, it couldn't be the way it, the, way it's, uh, the map is drawn out with the the distribution of the mole snake. Yeah. Maybe they have treaties with other snakes. We'll have to look up other maps of snake. <laughs> There's just like very specific areas they have. Yeah. They have their territory. It's, yeah. It's snake drawn out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why when you see in like Indiana Jones, all those snakes are outcasts mm-hmm. and they, they're not allowed to uh, carry, you know, heraldry. <laughs> they can't have their own symbols or the other, the snake nations will destroy them. <laughs> And, you know, their lives are relegated to mixing with other snake types in ruins. Yeah. Other places other snakes don't want to go. They kind of live on the edge. They're in Hollywood now. You see them smoking cigarettes and shit. Oh, yeah. Actually, probably they all are exiled and they ended up in Hollywood. That's how they show up in the internet. Those are, those are all snake actors. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point because I guess Indiana Jones, you know, didn't actually go to cursed ruins. <laughs> all Hollywood magic. I forget that sometimes. Well, that's, that's the beauty of cinema, Sean. You know, t- it takes you to another world. You know? <laughs> the snake kind of sucks, yeah. no offense. Um, <laughs> it's not poisonous. It doesn't look like it strangles people. Mm-hmm. It's just big, and it, it can bite hard, like anything with a mouth. Um, <laughs> it goes after small rodents. Yeah, which is nice, but like... Mm-hmm. That's also anything bigger than a rodent's. It doesn't really have its own its own niche, you know? Yeah. Just out here being a snake. Most snakes live in the abandoned burrows of other animals. So these these are these are kinda mm. these are kinda squatters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're exercising squatters' rights, you know. <laughs> Is it because they, they couldn't? Like they're <laughs> they don't know how to burrow, or it's just like they're lazy? That's a great question. I mean, they're pretty big when they're adult, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. What, what burrows do they live in? It just says other animals, but if they eat small rodents, the, I can't imagine the rodents are making big enough tunnels for snakes to enter. That's a design yeah, that's flaw. That's a pretty big design flaw if they are. But Yeah, because I would assume, just like any other snake, it's eating it's, eating its prey whole. Yeah, but I don't see anything really... doesn't yeah. mention that, and it doesn't say, like, oh, no... It, coils them up and crushes them first yeah but I don't think I could live in the same house as something I could swallow whole 
Uh, you know first I mean? of all, you do. Your house, everyone's house has insects and spiders in it. <laughs> you swallow those whole. They didn't make the house, okay. Yeah, no, that's true. They that's true. But again, uh, so uh, humans built that house. And they made yeah. it big enough for insects to live in. So, I don't know. <laughs> it's, the, it's the exact opposite we're saying, though. You know what I mean? I don't. I'm not thinking about what I'm saying. Elephants, I, frequently, elephants, I frequently don't. It's, it's easier. An elephant wouldn't be comfortable in my house. That's true, but then again, we do have the expression, the elephant in the room. So at some point, it's possible that an elephant could be living in a human house. Which means, which means to say some, something obvious, because it's not supposed to be there, and something uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But it could. I'm just saying it could. Right? It doesn't, this this yeah. doesn't say, like, mm-hmm. the snake is super comfortable in other creatures' burrows. It just says it lives there. So, like, maybe these yeah. little mammals are like, they have a saying called the mole snake in the room. Mm-hmm. Oh. Dang. Okay. I'm just saying. Also, I like the world we're inventing for these little rodents much more than I am for these boring snakes. <laughs> it's a year of the yeah. snake, okay? It's a year of the it's snake. also... No, I'm f- I understand. It also says <laughs> the mole snake is a nest predator mm. of this specific species of bird. The spotted prinia. Oh. So it just, it just it, so it'll attack the nest. It does not give me a link to nest predator, mm. which is the easiest way for me to answer that question. <laughs> so I don't. So I don't know. But I'm assuming it's like, yeah, like they just creep into the nest and eat all the bird eggs. And yet it won't live in that nest. That's a good point. Yeah, maybe maybe. Well, so like the this bird. Let me let me let me let me brush up on how big this bird is. I don't think okay. this bird is like six feet tall. <laughs> so maybe the nest just isn't big enough. You know. Mm, yeah, not as spacious as a golden mole's uh, <laughs> den. No, no, of course not. Okay, mm. so this yeah yeah the spotted prinia, the also known as the Karoo prinia, is like. Five to almost six inches long. Wow. Okay. I think. I think that. I think you could take it. But I mean, so the the nest it's building is definitely not big enough for oh, yeah. the mole snake. That's why he doesn't live there. That's all. Mm. Oh, hey, great! I wish all. I wish. Oh man, next year might be the the year of the bird. If more Wikipedia pages do this, they. <laughs> I'll just read the sentence. Okay. Oh, so. The calls of this species include a sharp chleet, 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 and a fast, buzzy tit, 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 tit. So they they just type out in italics what the. And I assume I did it flawlessly, just reading through. They didn't give me any other notes. Oh, that was you? I thought you played the audio clip. No, no, that was, yeah, yeah. That description was so good. Yeah, they need to sound out more animal sounds on Wikipedia. I think we found a new project. <laughs> We're quitting the podcast to become Wikipedia noise editors. <laughs> I tried to find more information on the snake by going to a different website, but this other website is is literally it looks copied and pasted from Wikipedia. So, first of all, Jeff, we call that academic research. What you just did, <laughs> um, and thank you. But yeah, I don't think that this the snake is just kind of just kind of there. No one's interested in the snake. Yeah. It's pro- there's probably some dope shit about this snake, but they were just like, yep, big snake, check, done. 
I saw it in a nest eating bird mm. eggs once, so it's just, we'll specifically say it's a nest predator of the Karoo Prinia, which does, in fact, make a chleet, 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 chleet noise. Um, juveniles were Damn. observed eating clicking steam frogs. The fuck is a clicking steam frog? I don't know, but that sounds cooler than this dipshit snake, doesn't it? <laughs> it just—it seems like it's gonna look cool. No, it doesn't. It looks like a frog. Yeah. Gray's stream frog is locally common where conditions are favorable. Okay, that's again every animal. <laughs> I, it, like. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I get why people don't trust science now. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. And I know I this mean, is Wikipedia and not science, but yeah. this comes from this all cited. <laughs> it's just oh. You know, they, they it's hard. You know, they spend a lot of time dumbing science down mm. so that people would be able to digest it and understand it. And they just they went too far and they can't go back. I think I think we need more barriers to science. <laughs> I think it needs to be a more exclusive club. Uh, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's me, but I mean, the Grace Stream Frogs Wikipedia page is, I would say, almost smaller than the uh, the Snakes Wikipedia page. The Snake has more sections, but yeah. Grace Stream Frog has like the description, the range and habitat. Mm. Habits and references, like it is much, but we have no idea how yeah. it breeds, how it has, you know, reproduces. We have no idea. Um, breeding takes place in almost any shallow vegetated body of water, but it doesn't describe how mm. it takes place, which you know that scientists <laughs> love to do. So, <laughs> this one, the frog, also it describes what its voice is like, but it does not give me italics to read to mimic the sound. So, what a waste. A waste. I'm closing that page. Well, that's the mole snake. Are we gonna fix yeah. it now? I, I think I think someone should. I mean, oh, definitely. God did a bad job. He did a bad job on a lot of these animals. We gotta fix them. Oh up. yeah. This one's particularly egregious. This mm. is like, this is like his first go at snake. He's like, mm, I don't know about eggs, but it's like just like a big tube. It's just like a big tube. How's yeah, that? But it's like a firm tube, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's got a firm tubular body. And then there's like an angel watching him who's like making his way to, mm -hmm. towards the door. Like, I don't want to hear this, man. Yeah. I've heard him go on about firm tubular bodies before. <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. He's been obsessed with this for a millennia. Firm tubes. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... See, I'd love to. I'd love to see it just take up all of Africa and not just stay in the southern parts. You know, if we're going to widen its range, we got to cut down on the number that it apparently just dumps out when it gives birth. Right. I would say. Um, I would say. I would say ten. Well, yeah. I would say ten. Yeah. No I was more, say no every... less. Every time. Oh, ten. I was gonna. I was gonna cap it at ten, but okay, ten every time. Yeah. Now, when it gives birth to 10, are some, like, already earmarked for predators? For like, <laughs> <laughs> This may just be the, the mammal in me, but what do those little snakes eat when they get out? 
It's not like it's not like reptiles have nipples. I don't think I've, we've never come across it. I would assume nipple <laughs> mean is, is a mammal thing. Is that right? I mean, I would have assumed all snakes dump eggs somewhere, but they don't. Yeah. Uh, so who knows? I'm not going to say one way or the other. Maybe we'll give. <laughs> hey, Jeff, there you go. Let's give the snake nipples. <laughs> Ten nipples for each snake baby. Ten for each, or one for each oh, for a total f- of ten. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. The the thing about language is, you know, um, it's wonderful, and the more specific you can be, the better it is to communicate. So I appreciate that. Hey, I just wanted to make sure because I didn't know if these things were like docking with ten ports <laughs> on the parent, yeah. and just like it takes like it takes like thirty seconds for them to fucking tank up on I guess yeah. snake milk. <laughs> right. <laughs> Snake milk. It's going to become a, a delicacy. Actually, so yeah. here's the thing, though. I kind of like mm-hmm. that idea now. I think it should have 100 nipples. <laughs> and I think the baby snakes, when they come out, they just dock up. And mm-hmm. they just fill themselves up with delicious, delicious snake milk. Yeah. <laughs> they latch on. That way the mother can be on the move. Yeah. If she, if she needs to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess we're kind of making like a little makeshift hydra because if yeah. the snake gets into trouble, it's got a bunch of little babies that rear up. <laughs> um, how long do they stay with the mother? Oh, I mean, if they're getting that sweet, sweet snake milk, I would probably say, I, w- I want to say up to a year. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're not attached that whole time, right? Like they, they unlock no. and go explore on their own and then they come back. Yeah, they, they, they learn other snake traits like finding burrows. <laughs> And I don't know if they were already born with teeth, but maybe this time they're just they're just gumming it up for the first year. And they, when they get teeth, that's when they, that's when they they leave. Okay. Do they need teeth though? I think you gotta, I think because they don't have hands, so I think when they bite, something, they gotta grab and kind of pull. They probably got strong jaws, I guess. I mean, they can have teeth. That's fine, but. Uh, all right, one if, tooth. Uh, they they can about, have one tooth. What about that? That doesn't help at all. What about this? Yeah. Okay. When they're born, they basically mm-hmm. have a full set of like human teeth, and then as they <laughs> age, those fall out. Yeah. Those and fall out, and then they grow in fangs. So when okay. they have human teeth, they can like eat like some vegetation, mm-hmm. small rodents, yeah, other small snakes. I guess. Yeah, they're really good at clamping onto that those nipples. That's why the mother has to have so many, because it already has teeth. Well, so, I, some of them get ruined. Is that what you're saying? Well, I wasn't. I didn't think that they have ports, right? Just like on their bodies. <laughs> I, I wasn't. Because if there's ten nipples, then I don't think the snake has ten mouths. Mm, true. I just think they have like a little, um, like milk acquisition holes on their side, and they lose those. <laughs> those get filled in as they age. All right. So, so they dock like spaceships. Yeah, I don't see why not. Okay. All right, yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Okay. They're docking. They've got a full set of human baby teeth um, that they lose, and then fangs grow. It's pretty good. Yeah, the snake slaps now. <laughs> that's, a, that's a term that kids use to mean cool. The snake is the snake is on fleek. You know, sometimes I forget you work in a college, you know, but every once in a while. You know, just got to stay hip with the lingo. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think this helps everybody, right? Like, yeah. humans can also, now we can milk them. Mm-hmm. Maybe that milk is venomous, but I guess that means it wouldn't curdle, maybe? It's milk that doesn't curdle. Yeah, I'm but sure cheese, we'll find a use oh, for man. it. Yeah, Snake cheese is probably fucking tight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Has a bite to it, you know? And you can catch the young ones to mm-hmm. replace teeth. Yeah. I, I bet, you know, maybe, maybe there's a lot of... Um, young kids where these snakes live that will catch a baby or find baby snake teeth and try to try to use them to have the tooth fairy give them money there you go look at that yeah. perfect I mean I mean this snake is uh, it's pretty great it's pretty great now yeah it's not often you come up with a when you improve a species and create a new type of cheese yeah that's <laughs> it's just we're really good doing the big guy's job for him basically but yeah. What's next? We're done with this section. I, we can't fix this snake more. We, we, you don't want to overtune a snake, you know? No. No, it's, it's the delicate balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just give it a bunch of nipples and make cheese mm-hmm. out of it and human teeth. Like, I, it's <laughs> not, you know? How hard is this? Yeah. I mean, um, well, we, we, make it look, we make it look easy. We make it look pretty easy. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> John, did you ever see the movie Twister? It's about um, tornadoes, and it's got um, that lady in it from the TV show with the guy who was in Alien. It's got Helen Hunt from Mad About You, um, who, whose TV husband was Paul Reiser. Yeah, but then and he was Paxton. an alien. No, Bill Paxton was an alien. Right? Are they this? Are they this? I don't know. Are they the same man? No. No. Okay. Do, do they look similar? Um, no. I feel like Paul Reiser was in an alien movie. I didn't know his name, but I'll look. I'll look it up. You don't worry about it. He might be. <laughs> Come on. I mean, technically, the movie is is more. It's it's more of Helen Hunt's story, you know. Um, Twister or Alien? <laughs> Twister, yeah. Now, now I'm confused. He was in Aliens. Okay. Paul Reiser, yeah. Paul Reiser. Bill Paxton was not in any Alien movie. Is that right? I don't know. <laughs> the important thing is that I was right about a movie thing. Okay. What about Twister, though? This is about Helen Hunt's journey. Yeah. She falls in love with the tornado. I mean, she gets obsessed with, like, a certain class of tornado. She was traumatized by it because it sucked her father up when they were in the, like, the, in the little <laughs> shelter they took. Okay. And then... So, so I get it backwards. So a tornado killed her father. She's up for revenge. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. So, you know, the, she used to be married to Bill Paxton, and he, he comes back to uh, try to get her to sign the divorce papers so he can marry this other girl. And the divorce and, papers uh, get sucked up in a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> this, that sounds like a better movie already. I'm sorry. Is... <laughs> Yeah, the woman that Bill Paxton is trying to marry, the character played by Carrie Yelwes. Uh, no, it's... Uh, All right. <laughs> no, I think it's Jamie Gertz, Dr. Melissa Reeves. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, she's, so a therapi- she's a therapist, so they make some jokes about therapy in Great. this movie, which don't that's, hold up. <laughs> yeah. No, that sounds important to know. Uh, so, Bill Paxton wants to divorce Helen Hunt, and <laughs> yeah. but she's on tornado hunts. Yeah, well, they 
they both used to be storm chasers, but now he's going to go be a weatherman. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so, uh, but when he goes to find her, it's like, you know, an amazing storm season in Tornado Alley. So it's big time for these tornadoes. And uh, so she's got her group of storm chasers um, and then a rival group of storm chasers with a, a friend of theirs who used to be there that's always following them around because they always know where the tornadoes are because Bill Paxton's some sort of tornado whisperer. Like he picks up dirt and looks at like the clouds and, and flags in the air. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of sounds like it should be his story, but all right. Yeah. Well, he, you know, he eventually falls back in love with uh, Helen Hunt by ignoring the woman he's promised to marry. Um, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This definitely does sound more like his story. Yeah, well, he gets pulled back in because the Helen Hunt's group of sh- storm chasers have finally uh, created his idea of a bucket with a bunch of ball sensors in it that they're going to have get sucked up by their tornado and so they can more accurately measure tomato- tornadoes and get, get more accurate uh, and, and longer lead times for tornado warnings so that, you know, what happened yeah. to Helen Hunt when she was a, a kid doesn't happen to other people. You know, they get no warning. Okay. Um, I, guess it, I guess it is kind of their story, yeah. She wants yeah. to, she wants to and, foil the plot of these tornadoes by detecting them early enough so that no one yeah. else gets sucked up into the sky. Yeah. And so, yeah. It's kind of <laughs> fucked up. I mean, like, the tornado kind of raptured her dad. Like, that's yeah, cool, was, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, like, yeah. went straight to heaven. She's not happy about that. Is that what tornadoes are? Are tornadoes angels that bring people yeah. straight to heaven, Jeff? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know whether. The, the rapture happens much more slowly than uh, we thought. So that's why Tornado Alley is in the Bible Belt. You know, it's sucking up. <laughs> We're getting good ideas. Yes. Yeah. Already. <laughs> yeah. What else? Is there anything else? I feel like I don't need to know anything else. Um, except- not really. I mean, right. you know, it, it, it takes another one of her family members. She works through her trauma, and then they... You know, then they're making out at the end, and everyone in their group is happy. <laughs> well, except for the. Well, she had already. She decided to leave at the beginning of Act Three. His uh, his oh, okay. fiance, yeah. Um, because you know, he's he's like obsessed and with the tornadoes, and she feels like an outcast. But they needed her in the first two acts to introduce everybody and what's going on without, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, you needed uh, using... someone who's not yeah a tornado yeah. scientist. To, <laughs> yeah. To, to, She's the audience insert. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, well, fuck her. Who cares? Okay. Um, Feels like yeah. a missed opportunity to have her, you know, raptured, but. <laughs> yeah, she, she could have died, but then it would, it would, it would be a harder turn when he's just like, yeah, okay, I guess I'll just, just go back to Helen Hunt then to be like, yeah, my fancy just died. Let's just, how about me and you hook up? Uh, but yeah. I mean, he could have made that decision, and then she gets killed by a tornado, <laughs> right? Like just to make a clean exit. Oh my God! What if what if he's subconsciously controlling their tornadoes? That's another great idea. <laughs> and he knows that his true love is Helen Hunt, so <laughs> <laughs> he gets pulled. Yeah, this this these crazy tornadoes start happening to bring him back in. Yeah. Um, what I is guess, um okay. what's Carrie Elwes doing? Because he's in the he's in the other movie. Uh, I don't the sword fighting movie with Andre the Giant. Oh, uh, the Princess Bride. Yeah. Okay. So like, yeah, what's he, up? He's with the, him? Uh, he he used to be buddies with Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton, but now, now but he went corporate and got big sponsors. So he's got the fancy storm chasers, but they're no good at finding tornadoes. And they stole his idea for the 
the, the bucket with the sensors in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so, but he doesn't have like the sense for where the t- tornadoes are landing or the balls. Um, yes. To get, in front of, to, get in, to get in front of the tornado and drop it off. Although, um, he does get sucked up by a tornado. He does? <laughs> yeah. He, his awesome. whole crew does, I believe, at the end. Because there's finally an F5, the, 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 the giant tornado that took Helen Hunt's dad. And this, the, you know, she was the only one to see one in person before. Um, and they're, they're trying to warn him <laughs> that it's going like, to turn. Because Bill Paxson's really good at like judging the tornado. And he's like, yeah, yeah, giving me fake information and then it turns and sucks their whole caravan up okay so Gary always is yeah he's the weather scientist but he doesn't have the tornado shining like bill paxton right yeah uh, but uh, i i guess maybe he's deemed worthy him and his crew are deemed worthy because they actually build yeah. the holy bucket and so yeah. they all get raptured okay yeah i mean i'm, gl- yeah. I'm glad i asked <laughs> yeah. and one last thing there's mm-hmm. there's someone there's an actor mm-hmm. here named joey slotnick whose face i recognize yeah, but who doesn't look like a good actor? Yeah, he's in a lot of shit. I think he was in John Dies at the End. Okay. <laughs> so like I'm gonna know. I know. I'm trying to because he's 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 like a big character actor. So he's he was in a, lot in a of movie. Shit. He was in a movie called Tuna in 2013. <laughs> so that's um. I'm on IMDb enough, you'd think I'd le- I'd learn how to use it. Better, you can but, yeah. like just right click his name. Well, you might be on an Apple. You, you might, re- <laughs> you might be, you might remember him from Murphy Brown. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big <laughs> brown head, so probably I remember him from Murphy Brown. If there's one thing everybody knows yeah. about me, it's how much yeah. I like Murphy Brown. I, I'd bring up Boston Legal, but we know Kyle doesn't listen to this, so fuck that. Yeah, fuck uh, Boston Legal, it's a piece <laughs> of shit show, <laughs> fucking terrible. Yeah, blast from the past. I, actually, I might actually know him from an episode of The Nanny because he used to play uh, that in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Back when Pete, when I went places outside. Yeah. So he does have a pretty, um, yeah, pretty recognizable face. Yeah, I don't like it though. I think it was the point I was trying to make. Yeah, like it's like I knew the face, face, but it was just I, like I saw it and I was just yeah. like, yeah, this guy. As far and listen, everyone, you know, I mean. They gotta live their lives, but Sean Wayland also does not have a great face. It's it's also very recognizable. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember him from Murphy mm-hmm. Brown, <laughs> my my favorite TV show. Uh. <laughs> but as far as I know, in my my limited life research, I uh, I don't remember a sequel to Twister, which. At the end, they get, they have all this data they're going to do. They're going to get more grants. So, I mean, they're going to start their own little, I guess, tornado company. I don't, I don't Yeah, to, I mean, to they're going to hunt down get, tornadoes. Yeah, they're going to get a bunch of grants and spend it on studying how tornadoes have sex. I mean, that's uh, the scientist thing to do. <laughs> um, okay, well, I mean... Definitely, probably a direct sequel, right? Like, mm-hmm. what do they learn about these tornadoes? Yeah. And can we change the T to a two? In the t- in the in the poster, so it's yeah, like two Worcester. Yeah, I like that. Well, I don't like it, but I accept it. Yeah, I guess it's important to be precise with language. <laughs> so, and 
just just putting it out there, the E is going to be a three for the third one. So, if there's that. a third one, let's let's actually, I think I think the W should be a three, and mm. in the logo, it spins around like a tornado. Oh, that's that's good. <laughs> that's good. It could still be the E, and we could just spin that like a tornado. But whatever it is, well, it spins like a tornado. That can be for the sixth installment, where it's two F five tornadoes, and they they call them sisters, you know. And they, they always show up at the same time and twist around each other. Yeah. So. Uh. <laughs> all right. Uh, they're just kind of really putting it all out there on the line when we haven't even come up with the plot for Twister. <laughs> um, can yeah. we get Philip Seymour Hoffman in? I'd love to see him on the big screen again, Jeff. <laughs> I, I just been, it's been too long. What's going on with him, you know? Uh, he played, like, such a fucking 90s bro but a weird 90s bro you know what I mean he was very touchy and I don't no weird. I don't really remember him from he, things he had he had goggles uh, it's just uh, I <laughs> definitely didn't see him in this movie <laughs> I mean I yeah. saw I saw this movie once on TV probably <laughs> like 20 years ago <laughs> all right well okay twister 2 okay obviously um, someone has to be in charge of the, the, the research and the modeling for that, and someone has to be in control of the lab. So that's Bill Pax and Helen Hunt. Let's get him out of the field for Twister 2. Let's make well, him admirals, I, basically. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know at all what you mean by admirals of Twisters, but <laughs> I do think, yeah, I do think yeah. they're out of the field. I think the mm-hmm. invention of the bucket ball yeah. detector mm-hmm. thing means that you don't need people to be out in the field to catch Twisters. Like I think, you, mm-hmm. like maybe whatever place this this is like a some department of the government or a private corporate just puts buckets places. Mm-hmm. They just like leave buckets out there with little <laughs> sensor balls on them, and if a bucket gets picked up, they go. That's probably a twister. <laughs> we look don't need people. Yeah, look yeah. at it go. All the numbers yeah. just went up. You know, and let's say since Helen Hunt was really into tornadoes and and Bill Paxton was trying to get out in Twister One. Let's say that um, Bill Paxton's now really into the lab and the tornadoes, and Helen Hunt wants out because you know she needs to be out in the field. You know she needs to be putting her life in danger. Um, you know, really switch those roles there, and then yeah, what if she's just like an adrenaline junkie? Yeah, <laughs> like it's not even like t- like tornado. Maybe she's forbidden from going out there because she's messed <laughs> up with the buckets. <laughs> yeah. So she's just like she's like a I don't know. What do adrenaline junkies do? Oh, she's going to put herself in all kinds of danger just, just to get a feel. So um, She skydives. Yeah. It'll, it'll come up later when they have to dive into the center of the tornado. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, uh, so let's see, they're out in the field, so we got to put somebody else in charge of, like, the caravan. So I want to say... Joey Slotnick, or we can't do Philip Seymour Hoffman, I guess, because he died, but, you know, maybe we open up on his funeral? That's grim. That's grim. Well, that's what you do when you kill kill an important character off. You have to kill an important character off because the actor died. You know? You gotta address it in the movie. We have have a tried and true way to get people out of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) We do a CGI flashback where he gets fucking raptured. <laughs> or just like the truck gets raptured that he's in. We don't even have to yeah. show him. That'll save on money. Yeah. We're going to make this real cheap. 
Yeah, um, you, see, you see him driving a truck that's just cut footage from the first one, and then yeah. boom, the truck raptured. And someone goes like, oh no, he was in that truck. <laughs> just, if, it, if Twister was made today, there would have to be either a, a, a sci-fi, there'd have to be a sci-fi element, or else it wouldn't get greenlit. The device would be to destroy the tornado before it destroys <laughs> houses. That, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I genuinely believe the thing would be, yeah. I've invented a bucket ball to destroy tornadoes when they form. And like that's, they would have to ch- go chase the storm and try mm-hmm. to find out how they can get in front of it to put the bucket in its way to oh, destroy yeah. the tornado. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. What if they find out um, that Carrie Elves... El- I don't know how to say his last name. I say Elwiz. Uh, I don't know how it's... I don't really care. Carrie Elwiz's character didn't die when he got sucked up... To, his truck got sucked up to the tornado, then Jeff. smashed on the ground and blew up. Jeff. But, yeah. You're predicting what I wanted to be the after credit scene for this movie, where <laughs> a truck lands somewhere yeah. in a desert, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then the door opens, and Philip Seymour Hoffman steps out. And then the passenger door opens, and it's Helen Hunt's dad. They're back from heaven. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I was going to make Carrie Elwes uh, a, a, a supervillain who is either um, capturing tornadoes from the future or the past, and bringing them to present day to try to try That's, to kill Helen Hunt. The, this is like Twister four or five though. When we jumped, it. like Twister <laughs> two, right. yeah, like you're yeah. so jumping the shark like right off the bat. I know, I can't help it. <laughs> can't help it. Like, you just need a solid. We got to prove that this should have a third movie first. Okay, okay, all right. So they're in the lab. Philip Seymour Hoffman gets sucked up by a tornado. Post credit scene, he comes back down in the truck with his dad, with Helen Hunt's dad. Yeah, not his dad. Um, Who gives a shit about his dad? This is a movie about people raptured by tornadoes. <laughs> so, so how how, do, how does Twister Two um, actually go? How's, how does it? Where's the conflict? What's what's what, how does it end? I think maybe. Um, because Helen Hunt is a, like a like a an adrenaline junkie now, mm-hmm. she's more distant from Bill Paxton. So mm. the other the other lady is back in the picture now. Because he had to go to therapy, and the only therapist his his local HMO would cover was her. Great, perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> he walks in because he doesn't know. He doesn't know the name of the doctor. No, he doesn't know. Oh, she's remarried. Oh, yeah. She. Oh my god. She she she's married someone else. Yeah. Oh. Is there, um, hmm. Oh, what if she remarried and it's Carrie Elwes' twin brother? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. So there's some tension there. He's like, you got mm-hmm. my brother killed with your ball of bucket, your bucket ball. Yeah, classic husband of the therapist in the therapy session. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, well, no, you need to be like... Else. <laughs> the therapy sessions are like, uh, you know, he's like, he... He goes to visit his wife mm. at her therapy office, and then as he's coming oh, yeah, out, yeah. he runs into Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are you doing here, you piece of shit? <laughs> Obviously, I'm trying to work through stuff. You know? Yeah, well, yeah we can make that seem real weird. Seeing <laughs> a therapist. Yeah, if we want Carrie Elwes, and in this, in the movie, what's his last, let me, hold on, I have the thing. The nope. character, Carrie Elwes' 
character's name was Dr. Jonas Miller. Okay, so maybe his brother mm-hmm. is Dr. Jonas Miller, but the S is a two. <laughs> <laughs> his parents were weird. Um, but whatever. His, so it's Carrie Elwes, two, his twin mm-hmm. brother, married to the therapist that Bill Paxton yeah. has to see mm-hmm. because of the twister involvement and also his poor relationship with Helen Hunt, who is now an adrenaline Oh, junkie. yeah. Yeah. Okay, and that's that's how you get the audience in because he's gonna he's gonna tell he's gonna just do the exposition in those therapy sessions. Yes. Oh, perfect. See, yeah. see, we don't need time travel yet. We don't need time travel at all. We make an actual movie first. Um. Hmm. I don't know now though. Hmm. I don't know what happens in the movie. I don't want it to just yeah. be about Bill Paxton getting therapy. Got to involve Twister <laughs> somehow. Um, mm. Yeah, I keep wanting to go sci-fi and, and crazy er, so early. I'm just... <laughs> um, okay, well, how about... Okay. So they're in therapy, you know. Um, and how about a tornado attacks um, Dr. Jonas Miller's parents house oh tornadoes have taken everything from Carrie Elwes' twin brother now <laughs> yeah okay yeah but Bill Paxton is the only uh, and Helen are the only two that can that can save his parents house from that tornado it's heading straight for it okay yeah alright what so, is yeah. what did um, Carrie Elwes he was he was another storm chaser so what's his brother do like what's his profession I don't think this therapist would marry another storm chaser yeah. unless that's I'll, like does she have like a type yeah. and it's just storm chaser? I want to say fourth grade teacher. Okay. That it feels weird to make him the bad guy then when he runs into Bill Paxton. <laughs> he's not a bad guy, he's hurt. This guy's emotions. I, I mean, I don't think he's hurt though. He just runs into All a right. guy his wife used to date and he's like, What are you doing here, you piece of shit? That doesn't. That feels weird to them. Be like, I gotta go to my fucking fourth grade class. You piece of sh- enjoy your therapy, asshole. Like, fine. I guess. What's I know. On the other, I, no, I'm coming around. Because on the other hand, it gives that character a lot of color. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's pretty we, interesting. We can cut to scenes where he's like really, really having a great time with the, the students. Oh yeah. no. He's got to teach them about weather. And that's more exposition about tornadoes we can do. Oh, oh no. On the way to his parents' house, the bus full of kids on a field trip gets is almost getting sucked up by a tornado. That's perfect, Jeff. Oh, man. See, you're doing all the... All I said was you can't do time travel. And now you've built like a full real movie. The stakes are high. But this boundaries. bus really can't go under 55 miles an hour or it'll get sucked up by a tornado. So, oh, yeah. They're running away from it. Yeah. Is is he on the bus or? Uh, I think so, and I think he calls okay. his his wife to to tell her like, listen, you know, it's really, I might not make it out of this, and and she's like in the middle of a therapy session with Bill Paxton, you know, and he, he's, he's sending her texts, yeah. So she's like, oh, that's just my phone. I we're in a session. I'll ignore it. Yeah. But then she glances down and sees mm-hmm. he sent her a bunch of tornado emojis. Yeah, and she goes, wait a minute. And then he looks over, maybe Bill Paxton grabs the phone because he's kind of, maybe he's a rude piece of shit, you know, just really entitled. I don't know. I didn't, I don't remember Twister. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that would, <laughs> I like that. I like that. So, yeah, and then. 
So Bill Paxton has to guide Helen Hunt, who's in a plane. Mm -hmm. She was about to do a skydive. Yeah, she has to adrenaline. And she so what she has to do is on use things on the plane to make a bucket full of balls to destroy the tornado. (laughs) Bill Paxton's refined his idea, but people still don't believe him. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, a bucket full of balls is for sensing tornado information, not destroying them. Yeah, destroying tornadoes is a power not meant to be held by mankind. he's convinced they can do it so he's got to talk her through it his mm-hmm. crazy theory then him and the uh the his the therapist get in a car and they're driving to the parents house too mm-hmm. that's where everybody's gonna have a big we'll have a big party at the end yeah <laughs> <laughs> show everybody everything's okay yeah hell <laughs> has a skydive into the tornado mm-hmm. yeah to destroy, destroy it. it yeah yeah you know, and then right before she destroys it, you can see like the the rear wheels of the bus kind of levitating off the ground. It's getting like pulled back in. Yeah, definitely. Pulled. Yeah, really put those kids in danger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the stakes have to be so so real, so high, so high. <laughs> Maybe one of the kids remembers an important thing about tornadoes from the lessons that mm-hmm. Carrie always too was giving them. Yeah. And then he reminds Carrie always of that, and then Carrie always texts his wife, who reminds Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. Who tells Helen Hunt? It's like a whole. Yeah. It's a whole. That'll be a whole scene. <laughs> I want to say like she's missing for like a good ten minutes after she blows up the tornado, and they're all at at uh, Doctor Jonas Miller's parents' house. Yeah, and there was a barbecue planned anyway, so there's food and stuff there. So they're like, you know, they're kind of like recapping, being like, "Wow, and I want to see her like." Just you see her as they're talking about. Oh my God, she's gone! And just like parachuting in, and then just landing, jumping, then disconnecting the parachute. Yeah. What did I miss, you know? And all the kids cheer. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and a couple of the grown-ups laugh. One of, one of them gives one of those looks like, you crazy, you know that? Yeah. Like that look? Yeah. Yeah. Because they'll all know her from knowing Carrie Elwes' twin brother who died, <laughs> who was raptured by a tornado. Well, she's a famous storm chaser. I mean, she helped develop the bucket of balls. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. And maybe also at the party scene, Bill Paxton and Carrie always, they have that moment where they can mm-hmm. like come to terms and they do a firm handshake. Yeah. Just so everybody knows, like, no. Yeah. No, we're friends now. <laughs> yeah. Boom, credits. Wow. This, this is a great movie. I'd watch that. I'd watch I that right too, after yeah. watching Twister to remind myself <laughs> who these people are and what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I hate to ask this. Can Twister three? Can we start in getting some sci-fi elements in? Or well, now that they have a device that destroys tornadoes, I think all oh, yeah. all bets are off. Yes, mm. absolutely. Yeah, and I think maybe. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. Mm. Uh, you know, I was gonna say Twister three could be so Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton, they they re- they're remarried. You know, they're mm-hmm. over their issues or they've come to terms with it. They've yeah. got kids now. Turns Ooh. out the kids got the tornado shining too, but maybe a little stronger. <laughs> they can control them consciously, right? And oh, yeah. oh, and the, it can be the kids in fourth grade. He's Carrie always his class. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting bullied. He's getting bullied and like, yeah, he throws a kid into the wall with wind. Mm-hmm. And then a bald man in a wheelchair comes up. <laughs> <laughs> no um, I, w- I want to say yeah mm. oh not only can they sense their kids sense and, and control tornadoes mm-hmm. they can feel someone building a weather machine Ooh. 
someone someone knows about their tornado destroying device, right? Mm-hmm. And is building a better one, maybe to make tornadoes. It's like a military yeah. thing. Military controllable tornadoes. That that was the one element they were missing. They were learning how to create tornadoes, ones that can't be destroyed by the bucket of balls. Um, but they're like, how do we, you know, just are able to control these tornadoes reliably. You know what I mean? Because mm. we can set up weather conditions. But something in their test, you know, it's always like, oh, you know, right at the end or something. It always blows up in their face. They're, they're trying to get ready, you know? Yeah. And then, then they, they see these, this fourth grade kid that's controlling tornadoes and wins. They pick up on it. That's the missing link, you know? Maybe one of their old Storm Chaser friends from the first movie now works mm. on this project, right? Oh, yeah. Or he he was no he was he was working on maybe it's Joey Slotnick right yeah <laughs> what's he doing lately nothing he's in <laughs> Twister three yeah or Twist three or um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he was working on like a startup yeah to do like it was like a climate change thing right Ooh. like oh no we can like we can like set up wind conditions to bring water like rain to mm-hmm. you know the West Coast which desperately needs it right now um. Yeah. His startup was bought out by a big tech company that's like a military mm. contractor now, and they're yeah. using his research. So he's like visiting Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton, mm. and then he sees their kid like doing wind stuff, and he's like, "Whoa, your kid's an X Man or whatever." <laughs> we probably don't have the rights to that, but <laughs> <laughs> wow! Somehow your your kid's DNA was mutated. Be able to control wind. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. what happens then? Just a traditional, the government wants these kids? Well, yeah, I mean, it's either going to be they have to stop the government from taking the kid or the government takes the kid and they got to get it back. And so they're going to have to use some sort of well, not the government. It would be the this military, oh, this, this like private, yeah. this private contractor. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and so they're gonna have to use some sort of mind control or hypnosis on the kid to get the kid to do what they want. You know, maybe they, maybe they trick the kid into thinking it's a video game or something. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah, and then Helen Hunt's got to recruit somebody to help them get their kids back. Um, well, at the end of two, remember, mm-hmm. Philip Seymour Hoffman and her dad came oh, back to life. Oh, that's right. That's right. Those came are the down people, from heaven. Yeah. Those would be the people you're least expecting. Yeah. Because right? they think they're, they're both dead. Long dead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So how yeah. do they, sh- how do they come in though? Is it like, hmm. They're going to make a cool entrance, of course. Yeah, something about parents and kids, because it's her dad, and her kid is missing. You know? Yeah. Um, She's like, oh, no. how I, I knew what it was like to be an adult woman whose mm-hmm. father was raptured by a tornado. I don't want my kids to grow up without us, Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. We're their parents. We should be there for them. And then you, uh, there's a voice from the door yeah. of her dad going, I agree completely. And then it's Philip Seymour Hoffman's just behind him. He's just there. He doesn't have anything to say. Because it's like a family <laughs> moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and uh, it's like, so I was yeah. sent back. Yeah. 
like Gandalf. Yeah, sent back. We're tornado wizards. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he learned his history of his family. There, it lays dormant like Teen Wolf. It skips a generation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to create that tornado. I needed to get away from your mom. <laughs> it was the only way. There's a lot of things about this you don't understand yet. <laughs> yeah. Your son's got a gift. Your son's got a gift. Yeah. And I want him to ra- get raptured up like I did. Yeah. I and they go to, to like, back. Yeah, they go to the, their old farm where the only building standing is like a like an air, airplane hangar for like crop dusting. But he goes in there and he like, you know, hits hits a false panel or something. There's all kinds of guns. Um maybe maybe a maybe a cooler plane, you know. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Okay, her dad is like an assassin for tornadoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Another unexpected turn. Her dad sounds interesting. Now, I'd like a prequel. Let's just yeah. put a pin in that. A prequel like a like a rocketeer style like Oh yeah. <laughs> maybe just the maybe we maybe just her dad is the rocketeer. Yeah. <laughs> it was never the backpack. It was always <laughs> tornado mutant power. It's quite a family. It's quite a family. Um, yeah. And they've got to miniaturize the bucket of balls tech so they can all basically go into um go into this facility with, with, strapped with these uh, portable things, like maybe like a backpack. Yeah, they've got tornado backpacks. Yeah. 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 That basically are the Rocketeer backpacks, but they expel tornadoes out the bag that lift you <laughs> into the air. Yeah. Small tornadoes, of course, but... Yeah, yeah and be, maybe, like, they, they're talking about, like, well, if we had smaller versions of this bucket full of balls, and Bill mm-hmm. Paxton's like, well, I, I've got prototypes. I've been working on a design. Yeah. And Philip Seymour Hoffman kind of nods, knowing he's like, I can help you finish it up. Because, <laughs> you know. Because I've been inside a tornado. Yeah. I know what it's like. I've been there. I've been to tornado heaven. <laughs> I was inside that tornado for five years before I got to heaven. Five long years. You know? <laughs> I want to see a flashback there, too. <laughs> I mean, just him being flipped around in a tornado. <laughs> till he slowly learns to ride the winds. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the wind rider when he comes back. Yeah. That's <laughs> He's like a human who didn't have the shining, but got he learned the ways of the tornado. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they fly he's, in, I he's guess. T- he's yeah. tamed it. He keeps it in his garage. Yeah, yeah. He's got, like, a tornado pet. <laughs> Well, they're not so bad once you get to know them. (laughs) (laughs) Now that that bridge has been taken out, we're never going to get over to the compound. Bridges. (laughs) And then he, like, does a loud whistle. Yeah. So they fly into the government facility. Yeah. Like superheroes, I guess. Mm -hmm. Maybe that bridge that they jumped was called the shark. Um... (laughs) Just a subtle nod, you know? Yeah. They save the kids. Maybe, mm. um... I feel like maybe the last showdown is between Helen Hunt and the guy that runs this contract, this, this mm. corporation. Yeah. And because I think because she's an adrenaline junkie, she uses her tornado powers to kill him. Just to see what it would feel like. <laughs> yeah. She tears him apart with a small tornado. Yeah. 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 Just rips him to shreds. Yeah. 
while talking about how you don't mess with people's kids. Yeah. <laughs> she comes out. They're looking for her. Like, how are you okay? Because she's got blood on her, and she's like, "Yeah, but it's not her blood. It's the guy she tore apart with." <laughs> yeah, the man she <laughs> ripped into shreds <laughs> with a miniature tornado. <laughs> it's time to go home. And then they fly away. They all yeah. fly away on tornadoes. Yeah. Bill Paxton doesn't find out till Twister Four. So he, he sees the uh, security cam footage of her just tearing apart that guy. Just so cool. Yeah, she gets a taste for yeah. it. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe other people come for their kids, and then just they disappear. And then yeah. there's like, that's the beginning of Twister Four. There's an investigation going on in their town because <laughs> people have gone missing. Yeah. And it's anyone who like the the yeah. the parents of that bully that was bullying their kid yeah. early. Yeah. <laughs> that whole family just fucking disappears. Yeah. We found you know we can find some body parts. Never a whole body. Now, why miles, would this body parts are miles apart? Yeah, miles. I was gonna say, why would this man's shoe be twenty miles outside town? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. What is his hat doing in a tree three towns over? He didn't buy any plane tickets. <laughs> Just, yeah, it's it, mm. so she's a murderer. Maybe she's the villain of the fourth film, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta get the new blood in. We gotta we got the kid with tornado powers, you know. <laughs> I mean I, I I don't know. I don't have ideas for that now. I liked our tight trilogy. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I do I do want I do want uh future tornadoes to be used, but now that they can control tornadoes. Well, if they've got sense. The Shining, sure. Mm-hmm. Or if you know, if you've got one of the backpacks, you could fly yeah. through a tornado. But yeah, I, was, well, yeah, I guess I could. I guess mm. yeah. I suppose you, when you reboot it and you say like you know that family, most of the older people have died out, and the new kids are shunning shunning their tornado powers. You can see like one of them in the future is sending back tornadoes to kind of kind of. Um, oh yeah, go that's them the fourth doing movie. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when. It turns out Helen Hunt's been killing people. Like that sets mm. her kids down a dark path, and they don't want to control tornadoes. They see what it does to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's pretty good. I mean I, I don't know why they 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 missed this opportunity to franchise Twister, but Hollywood, give us a call. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting. You know, we'll make this movie on the cheap. <laughs> we can tie it into the Sharknado franchise. Yeah. You'd be surprised right. how, how realistic um, the two soda bottle uh, tornadoes look when you have a camera really close on them, you know? So you yeah. Can, you can do it pretty cheaply. Real cheap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's the last thing. No transitions, I guess. <laughs> okay. I was wondering if we could uh, do something on, on ghosts. I, I don't, I personally, I don't believe in ghosts. I mean, I, 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 I'm pretty sure you don't. I mean, you'd be surprised by some people, though. Oh, Jeff, ghosts definitely real, of course. Just oh, okay. like vampires uh, and werewolves. <laughs> yeah. No, I so, don't believe in ghosts. So what I what I thought we could do. Or do I? Is see. <laughs> A little mystery. <laughs> A little mystery for the listeners. You don't know. You get no idea. <laughs> we, we could uh, read IMDb summaries of episodes of Ghost Hunters and decide whether or not the places they went were actually haunted. And Where? So we they weren't. Convinced. Um, 
<laughs> easy, easy. I just whatever, if that was a game, I won it. Well, wait, Jeff, where would this podcast be without Wikipedia and IMDb? I don't know. I no. I really don't know. Let me let me read the the summary of episode one of Ghost Hunters to you, Sean, and we'll see if okay. see if I can convince you that ghosts are real. Okay, now this was written by anonymous, so I would give credit. I just can't. Okay, right after Jason and Grant unclog a drain, they get a call from case manager Brian Harnois. He's fielded a report of an apparent poltergeist playing with and throwing a little girl's toys. The job is many miles away in Altoona, Pennsylvania, and Jason and Grant have to clear, <laughs> have to clear the trip with their wives and get time off from Rotorooter. Grant's wife, Rena, is upset but understands. Jason's wife, Chris, is getting fed up with this whole ghost hunting thing. In Adaluna, the team sets up in a girl's room and in the attic. Donna interviews Brenda, the girl's mother, who asks the team to bless the house, whether it's haunted or not. Carl obliges. The team analyzes the data. While the camera found nothing, the digital recorders picked up an electronic voice phenomena, which, after being electrically processed, appears to be the voices of deceased children. One says, they don't want us. Another says, can I come in? Brenda's home seems to have a strong paranormal activity. She's thankful for the validation for the team, the hard work, and the long drive has paid off. That was too much. <laughs> it's too long? Too long. It's too long. Um, what was, why was their first part about that they had to leave their jobs? To do <laughs> From Rotorooter? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what, why? What is... I think I think since it's the first episode, the uh, producers weren't quite sure that the ghost thing was going to hold up. So they wanted okay. to get this other shit in there. And what's the show called? Ghost Hunters. So they thought if the ghost part didn't pan out, they you could pivot to a reality show about a pair of dudes who worked at Roto-Rooter. <laughs> yeah. Whose wives got mad when they were like, no, things are haunted. We're going to go look. Okay, but that's, again, most people's wives. (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming most significant others would be like, "Uh, you're going to call out of work to go hunt ghosts. Interesting. (laughs) Okay. I wish I had known known this when we got together. (laughs) It's several hours away you're going to go. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. You're going to set up in a girl's bedroom and the attic. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well... At least, at least someone will be there to film and broadcast it all. <laughs> How much do you think they spent on ghost-busting equipment? I'm sorry, not ghost-busting. They've never busted a ghost, from what I can tell. Yeah, they hunt them. They hunt them. Um, ghost-hunting equipment. 40 bucks. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I can't imagine ghost-hunting equipment costs very much. I mean, but after... How, do, how much does it cost to electronically process audio? I mean... I, I, I like a like just like a little voice recorder thing. <laughs> well, the digital recorders picked it up, but then it had to be processed so they could get those to hear those words. Okay, so okay, right, so whatever a MacBook costs, 
right? It's like a grand. <laughs> yeah, the initial investment. <laughs> yeah, the initial investment of that, and then I guess the time, if you mm-hmm. want to put a price on the amount of time they spent working out mm-hmm. how to use like the programs that it comes with yeah, to quote-unquote isolate the ghost voice. <laughs> Now I, I know they went with like the reality TV show route, but I think they could have gotten just as much money if they decided they would they would also look for ghosts in houses they were roto rooting, right? It's plumbing, so they'd have to go to a house that was, haunted houses that had clogged drains. That way, they get paid for the roto rooting, and they could they could look for ghosts. You know what I mean? I don't. They did that. No, I'm saying they should have. Oh well, how would they? How do you? First of all, if you believe in ghosts, then they're just everywhere. Like like most people with firm beliefs in the supernatural. Yeah. You just it fills in the blanks for you basically. Yeah. And you see them everywhere. Okay. Or or you think they're everywhere. So then yeah. just any house they went to with a clogged toilet or whatever, like a had, clogged drain has ghosts. Probably had ghosts, yeah. But I don't like mm. I don't think that they could just be like, "Hey, so we unclogged that drain, and also we took like a bunch of audio recordings without your permission in your house, and we just like to ask after the fact if we can try to isolate ghost voices yeah. when we illegally recorded everything that was happening. Is I that noticed, is that cool? I noticed when I walked through your kitchen to get to your bathroom that um, there was a draft. Now, um, do you ever see apparitions? Because this place may be haunted, and for an extra thirty nine ninety five, I'll hunt these ghosts and playback video. Uh, uh, or audio that might look like there may have been a ghost there. Does that sound and good? This is, and this is, please listen to me, this is so important. We will not bust <laughs> these ghosts, okay? We are not the Ghostbusters. We are not associated with the Ghostbusters. We will hunt them and identify them just so that you know that they're there and then we will leave. Yeah. Just so that you don't, because you probably feel crazy, right? Because of this draft. Mm-hmm. I want to validate these feelings. I want you to mm-hmm. know Mm-hmm. That someone with like a little thing that buzzes and clicks, and I move around, I also see it, and that's scientifically now proven that you have a ghost. How's that sound? Sounds like it'd be worth a recurring subscription of forty nine ninety five <laughs> for us to come out here monthly and say, "Yeah, there's definitely still a ghost here." Is that a service they provide? No, but they should. That is a great idea. <laughs> Because if you get so, again, if you get someone who believes yeah. in ghosts, get them on the hook. They're just everywhere. <laughs> so, like, if you're selling it, like, oh yeah, what you got? Yeah. What you got here is a class two phantom. Uh, oh. Pretty common houses of this age, you know, built mm-hmm. in the '80s. Yeah, you're gonna have at least a class two phantom. You know, I, I see it all the time. You're probably fed up at work now, huh? Yep. Yeah, boss giving you trouble. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, they decenter your ghostliness. Yeah. Your whole spirit's off. Yeah, uh, you got obviously you link up with like uh, someone who does crystal yeah. magic, you know. Na- oh yeah, uh, and listen, we got we got a great this package this this next package up comes with a monthly delivery of sage. Yeah, you don't have to leave I, the house. I, I can bind the ghost. Sure, it won't give you trouble, <laughs> but but your chakras are going to be misaligned, and I, I can recommend you a crystal person really get your chakras back in line. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of keep apparitions mm. and phantoms, uh, all the ghosts and ghoulies yeah. from getting you. You're gonna need more hanging lights or like fans, because right now they got a clear, they got a clear uh, flight path right through your house, right from the living room all the way to the bedroom. They can just 
all night. Just going to keep you up. You could put a couple of things in the way. I got to slow them down. Now, I don't want to paint everybody who believes in ghosts as gullible fool. <laughs> of course not. But course I do not. think that there's enough gullible fools who believe in ghosts mm-hmm. that, like, instead of... I don't think Roto-Rooter is going to want to pair up with this... Uh, <laughs> You know, you say we need a different like a, kind of sponsor. Well, I'm thinking like, aren't there like play like what's the what's the company that keeps bugs out your house? Like that's the oh, same Orkin? thing. Oh Orkin. yeah, that's the same thing, right? <laughs> but to be clear, they're not busting these ghosts. That we we do not bust ghosts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For, uh, excuse me. First of all, Miss uh, go, yeah. Ghost Busting is a pejorative term. <laughs> Okay. Now to be uh, clear, now we've been we've been around your neighborhood. We got a lot of families out here using our services. We do not bust these ghosts. No, we are clearly just finding these ghosts, adding the sage that protects their home. It does not bust the ghost. So the more yeah. people in your neighborhood taking advantage of our services means that there's more likely that there's going to be what we call homeless ghosts in your area, and they're going to find whatever house they can. We did also make both of our characters sound vaguely Southern. And there are a lot of haunted houses, quote unquote, <laughs> wink, wink, in yeah. New England. So, but I don't oh, think yeah. like, oh yeah, you got a bunch of fucking ghosts <laughs> up in here, buddy. Like it doesn't have the same ring, right? Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, busting ghosts? No, we don't bust ghosts, buddy. <laughs> we don't bust ghosts. <laughs> Listen to this guy thinking we bust ghosts. No, we don't bust them. <laughs> Busted ghost. Is this the movie? Are we in a movie right now? Are you, am I going to turn around and Matt Damon is going to be here? No, we don't bust any ghosts. I can't, do a, I can't do a bust accent. <laughs> I only reference Boston <laughs> actors. That's it. Okay? And L.A. Or How do you like them spirits? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this place wicked haunted. It's fucking ugh. Gross. <laughs> Almost as bad as that Dunkin' Donuts down the road had five phantoms. Five. Oh, buddy, your host is like freaking wicked haunted, bro. Oh yeah, I've never seen apparitions like this. Oh my god. I'd watch this show too. This just feels like a like an outreach of the reinventing a movie, but I would watch. Yeah. Exaggerated New England yeah. guys. <laughs> you feel that? In the back of my neck. It's, I felt a chill. It's freaking oh, weird. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Well, you feel, yeah, you felt the weird. chill, I'm sure. Yeah, all right, okay. <laughs> oh, look out, there's a phantom. Boom, nut tap. Um. <laughs> you see that? I wasn't even touching it. My Dunkin' Donuts cup moved. Just moved, just a little bit, slightly. Fucking creepy. Oh, bro, where'd you get that dunks, man? Because I was in the dunks the other day. I got a chill. I got. I, I, the whole place was freaking wicked haunted. I told the owner he didn't want nothing to do with it. And guys, listen. I know. This, I know she's still alive, but I feel like my apartment is fucking haunted by my ex Brenda. That bitch. I don't know, is that is that Boston? I can't do a Boston accent. I don't think. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just better than the Southern one. I don't know. Yeah. 
anyway, I think oh, yeah. that Oregon mm-hmm. should pair with them, right? You just, you <laughs> yeah, just yeah. boom. Pest and ghosts control. Yeah, these freaking things are going to hide in your walls. <laughs> you got to get them out of there. <laughs> they just like for, like, even just for like a nominal yeah. fee, like when they, you know, they have like the, um, yeah. Like sprays, or they'll do like mm-hmm. they'll they'll smoke stuff out. They'll have like that thick mist that they can yeah. spray places. Sometimes they just we put a little holy water in. Yeah, you know? it's just it's not that much extra, but we put a little holy water yeah. in. It kind of you know. Hey, listen, it does not bust the ghosts. <laughs> it's completely up to you. Listen, uh, we got these little these little hooks. You put them on your doors, your cabinets. They're ghost proof. You know, ghosts just out opening these fucking cabinets. There, you put these in. No more problems. They get, they get frustrated. They can't, they can't undo it. That, first of all, Jeff, that's a great idea, and you should actually make that product and sell it because people would fucking buy it. Um, <laughs> does this ever happen to you? <laughs> you? You walk into your kitchen, and all your drawers and cabinets are open and shutting real fast, and your cups are going everywhere. You got ghosts, buddy. <laughs> but not no more. <laughs> With Jeff Budros, are you, you getting a name for it? We need to catch a name for yeah. it. Um, we'll, we'll table that. That's fine. Coast lock, what I'm so. what I'm yeah, what yeah. I'm thinking mm-hmm. is the idea we don't bust the ghosts, and I, no. that's very I don't know. It's very funny to keep saying, and I'm going to say it in my day to day life, and no one's going to know what I'm talking about. We don't bust ghosts. I need we to be very clear. Ghosts. We do not bust ghosts. <laughs> But can't tell, can't tell you how many people say you never busted the ghost. I never said I was busting any ghosts. <laughs> For people who believe in ghosts, they don't want the ghost busted. Right. You want the ghost around, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you believe that the ghost exists and it's like doing its own thing. Mm-hmm. So really, the whole thing is like ghost just like cleansing, basically. Like you calm the ghost, you soothe the ghost. It doesn't bother you anymore. It's still here. We're yeah. catering to your belief in ghosts, mm-hmm. but. You know, we're also extracting some money from you <laughs> to quote unquote comment or soothe it. Yeah. Okay, you can cancel your plan, but I hate to see something happen in your house where all these phantoms start messing things up. Throwing all your dishes around, flickering the lights on and off, maybe haunting your kid. It's fine. Your in laws are coming over, but all your cutlery and your cups are flying around the kitchen. Oh no. <laughs> Introducing Jeff Budrow's spirit lock. <laughs> Add it to your cabinets. Add it to your drawers. <laughs> Ghosts can't open them anymore. <laughs> Keep your forks and knives where they belong. Mm-hmm. Spirit lock. <laughs> Just three easy payments of yeah. thirty nine ninety nine. Put yourself back in control of your kitchen. They were blessed by an exorcist. They each have a little a little vial of holy water in it. Yeah, you gotta it, it, at least once a month. I'm gonna need you to dab holy water in some some of these high activity areas. It doesn't bust anything, but kind of keeps them, you know, out of your way. You just cleanse, you just cleanse the house. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, several great product ideas, <laughs> an excellent show idea, <clears throat> some just fa- fascinating characters. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Roto-Rudo? Yeah, I still got some friends there. But I don't work there anymore. I hunt ghosts. I don't bust them. They fired me months ago. They said it was not about hunting of ghosts. 
but I could tell. <laughs> they fired me for trying to record in people's <laughs> private homes. <laughs> I'm just listening for ghost talk. Uh, okay. This has been the heads up. Well, I don't, is there something else you wanted to do? <laughs> no, I just, I just like how, how you're like, okay, it's this over. Is, this is how I, this is how I leave places too. I just get up and leave. I mean, do yeah. I need a long extended goodbye if I'm going to see you again? No, no I don't. No. Let's make it happen. You know, Let's make it happen. Yeah. Share your ghost stories with us at, at heads up on Twitter and Instagram. Oh yeah. You get like a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> don't. Well, yeah, do that. I don't check them. I don't care. Yeah. Share, share your ghost stories with us. Heads up pod at gmail.com. <laughs> kind of suck to be a ghost though, huh? I, I mean, yeah. I mean, in the way we're perceiving ghosts or the stories we hear. Yeah. Like I'm, it's probably nice to be indoors all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to worry about bugs unless there's ghost bugs, which Ugh. is another whole nightmare. Another great pairing for Orkin. Um, <laughs> I guess you just like hang out the whole time and watch people. That sounds awful. Yeah, and pretty boring. Yeah, I guess you could maybe control a TV. I don't know, but it seems unlikely. <laughs> it does maybe seem unlikely. Maybe there's fun shit to do, but it seems like if it, I don't know, is everybody who dies become a ghost? Because been yeah, a lot of fucking people have died, and it's got to be crowded. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It'd be fine if you could like watch TV, play yeah. video games, and read mm-hmm. books. So like, yeah. like, being a ghost is just like being retired, and, like recreational living. Like, yeah, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Doesn't seem it. Doesn't that's, seem it. That's why so many libraries and theaters are haunted. You know, that's a great point too. You can add that to the pitch. A lot of entertainment spaces. Yeah. Are you losing business because of ghosts? Not no more. And then, you know, whatever phone number we have. Yeah. I don't know. We should, what you should have done right there is just give up Brett's cell phone number. <laughs> call us today. And if we don't answer or say we don't, don't hunt ghosts, call again. We do do it. Since don't we don't bust them, sometimes they haunt our phones. <laughs> yeah. uh, what else? You get the other things in there. Oh, that's Was it. No. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not that. It's not. It's not that important. Email. I agree. Handle. I agree. Yeah. Look. Look. Look for the uh, T-shirt. We don't bust ghosts. <laughs> but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> this has been the Heads Up Podcast with Jeff and Sean. I'm Sean. I'm Jeff. And we're popping off. Uh, toodles. The important thing is that I was right about a movie thing. (laughs) 